0: Listening to Splash with Shalene Bryan. Get ready to be splashed with love and laughter to rehydrate your soul.
1: Welcome to another episode of Splash. I'm Shaleen Bryan here with my buddy Barbara Cameron. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I love that you're here, buddy. <laughs> we are ready to splash you with a little love, laughter, and encouragement to rehydrate your soul. So today we're going to get into the topic. It's that time of year, right, yes, buddy? Yes, it is. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, because for some people, this isn't a fun time. No, it's not. It's a lot of pressure. It's family. And it's you know, family. It's the two times a year dynamics. Yeah. Then kids get married. Then they have their kids yeah. and they want to change the tradition. Like things just happen. So we're just going to get into... This beautiful time of year of Thanksgiving, and actually not only the tradition of it, like maybe some of your traditions and my traditions that now have changed, mm-hmm. that I'm an empty mm-hmm. nester, um, but the thankfulness that God requires mm. us to be meditating on. Because it is so opposite of I feel how Thanksgiving goes sometimes. Right. If I hear one more thing from a family member, that turkey was dry. Is it going to be dry this year? <laughs> I hate turnips. I'm just like, <laughs> seriously. Are we having that again? Is, is it gonna be okay? Are they I gonna know. be able to do it? Well, you should do it in the bag. You should do it in the barbecue. You should do it mm-hmm. in the deep fryer. I'm like, wait a second.
0: When did Thanksgiving become about food? And when did it when did it come just once a year? Right. Every day we have Thanksgiving. Thank we you. should be thankful Thank every you. single day. <sighs> And scripture
1: tells us to be thankful in everything, right? In everything, right. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. But we find ourselves like so, I, I do personally, burdened. Burdened by, because I'm not a great cook, so luckily my sister and her husband Greg do the bird every year, which they're great at. But. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband's favorite food, because when you make it for him, Barbara's the best turkey maker on the planet. But when you make your turkey, like that's Bryce's favorite meal, and I found out it's Brooke's favorite meal. They oh. love turkey. They love the stuffing. They love the cranberry yep. sauce. They love. Yep. Now that is not my favorite meal. Watch Shalene not eat. That's rare. Okay, <laughs> so I I literally get myself a little filet mignon. And some asparagus. Mm. I don't even like the rolls Bryce gets, those Hawaiian rolls. That's not bread.
0: bread. That's not
1: bread. <laughs> he loves it. And so the King's Hawaiian, him and oh, Greg. My goodness. So I can't even have a roll because uh, they don't taste good to me. But again, I'm thinking, this is so funny to me that as Thanksgiving is right around the corner, this Mm -hmm. is why I want to splash about this. Sometimes splash is about me too, you guys. (laughs) I'm trying to rehydrate myself (laughs) because I don't want to blow it and have this tradition be terrible. Well, unmeaningful. Unmeaningful. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It's, just, so it's I, just what we do. So, it's, I started something yeah. last year. You're uh-huh, aware of uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. That has, I'm excited about this year, and I'm already kind of getting my list together. And I'm just sharing it with you guys because maybe you can splash it in your community. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanksgiving's going to happen, right? That's right. <laughs> and, but I started this thing. It's right the week before Thanksgiving, and it's called my thankful dinner. And I realized as I'm going to the post office sometimes to ship my books to an event, or I'm going over to FedEx Kinko's to get something printed or you know my banners made, or I head over to the DMV because my daughter's living in a different state and I have to get the smog check certificate done, or I'm going to the dry cleaner to drop off my, my jacket that I wear when I speak and I pick it up, or the mail person that drops mm-hmm. stuff off here and the trash guy that gets... And I'm noticing these people that are doing jobs that I absolutely don't want to be doing. Mm -hmm. But I am so grateful that they do their job (laughs) because it makes my life so much easier. Mm -hmm. So I ended up, last November, Mm -hmm. inviting these people to a thankful dinner. Mm -hmm. I went to Blue Stove. (laughs) It's a restaurant inside of Nordstrom's. Um, it's now called no, The Zeal, but it was right, called Blue right. Stove last year. And I send these beautiful invitations. I hand-walk them in because I don't even know these people's phone numbers. Right. I know their names. Yeah. I probably see them sometimes more than I see you in a week, and you're mm-hmm. my best buddy mm-hmm. on the planet mm-hmm. because they're handling things for me. Right. And I call myself an undercover customer. You know the show Undercover <laughs> Boss? Well, I have a new show. It's called Undercover customer. And I notice these people that are just killing it at their jobs. But no one notices. It's like a thankless job. They're just there doing it again, doing it again. But the day they're not there, my life will suck. Like I'm Mm -hmm. so grateful, Mm -hmm. right? right? So I invite these people. My husband... I go, Bryce, you're coming with me. We're going to meet the community. These people help me all the time. I run into them all the time. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, honey, is anyone going to come? Like, maybe they'll be too embarrassed. I go, I don't know. But I invited them all. Seven people show up at the dinner. They all don't know each other. By the time we're done having this thankful dinner, A, my whole countenance has changed. I am filled with so much gratitude to hear their stories and their Mm. background and where they come from. The guy at Kinko's who you ended up getting to Mm -hmm. meet at my taco Tuesday, (laughs) um, he says, his wife says to me, "Miss Shalene," I said, yes, my husband was about to quit his job, but you came in and said you were undercover customer and that you were inviting him to your thankful dinner because he was killing it at his job. Wow. And he's worked there for 12 years, mm. but he just felt like people didn't appreciate him and that he yeah. wasn't valued. And am I doing anything? Yeah. And I thought, a stranger, that mm. means you listening. You and I have such power to change someone's whole trajectory of their life. She goes, I was nervous. Like, well, honey, how are we going to pay the rent? How are if you're, do you have a backup plan? He's like, I don't know yet, but I'm not going to stay here anymore. He's still now working there. I just saw him yesterday. Um, But it's amazing how sometimes you're gratefulness your appreciation Mm -hmm. your gratitude and you just taking the time to notice someone doing their job well a job you wouldn't want to do and you Mm -hmm. just decide to splash them today Mm -hmm. who knows how that can change their whole family around so i'm getting my list together for this year (laughs) to see who will come yeah um but listening to their story and where they came from and their background it was fun thankful dinners that's you, buddy. That's just you. She's just big. Love She's it. just bold. She
0: just goes for it.
1: <laughs> Although it. you did something last Thanksgiving that I want you to share with all the, uh, because yeah. for years Barbara yeah. was the bomb diggity for Thanksgiving. Like I would, I would forego. Matter of fact, she ended up letting me invite all my family to come to her Thanksgiving because a, my husband loved her turkey, and b, it was the best place to be on no. the planet. But. Things have changed. Share yeah, that. Things
0: have changed. You know, I love Thanksgiving. That was kind of my your thing, my your holiday. jam. Yeah, and I could get to cook. Not that I'm a great cook, but yes, I, you are. I can cook, and um, I I used to transform the whole house. Sometimes I take all the living room furniture out, out of the living room. Yep. And I put in the tables of four, tables of six, and take out the dining room table. And then, then one year I would have like, uh, like the big. Uh, Eight foot tables, and I'd line those up, you know, like four or five rows. But it was so fun. It was so good, and it was it was what I loved about it was everybody was invited. It wasn't just family. And I used to get a little heat sometimes where they would say, "Well, we just want family," but friends are my family too. Sometimes, you know. And so I just, um, yeah, I just love that holiday and uh, the people that would come. uh, A lot of them didn't have family close by to be able to have uh, that Thanksgiving dinner. I don't think I really had a tradition, so to speak. Um, It was just, you know, a big Thanksgiving dinner. Um, We did used to do the, um, when the, you know, the little ones were around, uh, did the, Gingerbread houses, yeah. Houses decorate. And we'd, we'd decorate and then we'd um, uh, rate them, yeah. Or the competition, the competition, it was awesome. yeah. yeah. So that was fun. I think I got that from you, buddy. I know, but it's that. so fun. We but still it do fun. it, yeah. And that's when the kids were really, really little, they were growing up. I mean, my house was always full at Thanksgiving, and now in this new season of my life, um, where my grandchildren are older, there are a lot of them are, you know. They're not teenagers. Um, Jack just got Jack married. Jack just got married. Bella, Anna, they're mm-hmm. off. Luke's off. Lev's off. Max is off. Yeah. I mean, I've got Bridget's three little ones. Not little. I mean, 13. No, 16. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Cameron <laughs> can't Cameron can't drives. Yeah. Cameron and Everett and Reese. And, you know, so anyway. And then Melissa's um, are all in Virginia. Yeah, so yeah. we're going there this year. We're right. going to go and spend Thanksgiving with them this year, which I'm very excited about. Um, But last year, uh, because it's been so hard for our families to get together at Thanksgiving anymore, everybody's doing and going places, that I missed not having everybody over. And I thought, you know what? Forget my kids. (laughs) This is so good. Forget my kids. I'm having the grandkids. So I had a grandkids Thanksgiving, <laughs> Thanksgiving. last year. Whoop. And I did the whole thing. And oh my gosh, all the kids, we planned it so that they were all here in town. We had the best time. How oh many showed gosh. up? I, you know, it was huge. Yeah, I think it was just, uh, well, Bridget and Melissa's kids didn't show up. But everybody right. else did. Kirk's all of... There was like six, eight, nine kids. Yes. It, was, it, was it was huge. It was Kirk's six and... Candace is three, yeah, so there was nine, nine. Of and then you and Robert and Robert, it's awesome, and I. yeah. So it was just grandparents spending time with their teenage kids, It was, a which was kids so Thanksgiving. fun. Yeah, we will post a photo about this. It was, it was cute. You got a picture of it. It was fun. It. Yeah, I do have one picture of it. But uh, oh, we were dancing, and of course, Robert and I are dancing the old kind of dances, the swing and everything. And I think Natasha was you shooting know, a video. She was shooting the video of it. They were laughing, having a great time. It was the best. It was just the best. So. And yeah. you still got to kind of shift,
1: you know, yeah. something that you, you just enjoy to doing a little. Yeah. Sometimes we need to be adaptable. Yeah, I think at the um, at the holiday time we have what's
0: called an expectation. Yeah, it's very well, dangerous. I know. It is. It's a you know, and when we have those expectations. When something goes wrong, we're disappointed. So, right. if we don't have the expectation, we can't get disappointed. Right. So, but how
1: do you navigate that? It's so easy to say that, but there are listeners right now that have had to, they're getting ready this next week for Thanksgiving and they are inviting the family members. And then the family members say, well, I need to bring this person or I want to bring that person and I want to connect this and that. And you're going, I don't want to do that.
0: How do, you, how do you cut through that? How do you deal with that? You know what? I think you really just have to look at, kind of ask yourself, why don't I want to? Is it a selfish thing?
1: Mm-hmm. Instead
0: of looking at the heart and going, hey, somebody needs to come to dinner. Somebody needs, you know, to, to be there. They, your, your child or a friend is saying, hey, do you mind if I come? Oh, well, gee, I don't have enough seats for you. Really? Right. Do you have a chair in the living room that like you pull up? A you, yeah. they don't even need a table. Right. I mean, you can make room for other people. I had it. I had it happen, and yeah. you just do it. It's not. Um. And it's not about the production of the Thanksgiving. Right. It's about having your family and friends there and fellowship, break bread with, and yeah. just love on one another and sing, sing. I mean. Sing. I Uh, I
1: clear the house real quick. Maybe I should
0: start uh, singing. And then the people that I'm not excited about being there will leave. And (laughs) you know, what's really sometimes uncomfortable is asking people what they're thankful for, or to go around in prayer, you know, as somebody prays, and then you say, each person, I want each person to uh, just say what they're thankful for. Right. It's hard for people to do that. Well, we do that
1: every year. I know. It's so good. But we have this thing called, when the kids were still here, Bryce and I don't have it out anymore, but we had it out every year, and it's called the Thankful Jar, Mm -hmm. and it's a big jar that sits on my booth in my kitchen where they eat, and there's these little square cards, all different colors, and throughout the year, if you're grateful or you spot someone in the house doing something that you're grateful for, you write a little note and you stick it in there, Mm -hmm. and then Thanksgiving dinner, you get to read them all, and then you feel so blessed (laughs) that she noticed that you did the laundry or you notice that they, and they're saying these wonderful things yeah, and it just great. changes your heart yeah. instantly. Yeah, Like, oh my gosh, we're putting all this together and cleaning all this up. Right. And yet the Lord never meant for Thanksgiving, like you said, to be a one day thing. Mm. Yet people do get sweeter right now. Don't you notice that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell me about it. Do. Like, don't you notice
0: that people are just kinder little, and kinder. nicer because you're supposed to be. <laughs> It's Thanksgiving. You're supposed to be But that's to so be. sad. To but it me. is sad. Because I, know. I feel like it's something that could be
1: greater than that. You know, it's it's something that I want well, to But we uh, got to
0: take the focus off of ourselves. Mm. You know, when you put the focus on the Lord and being grateful for what he has done for us and how he has blessed us it changes everything. Yeah. It's not about your feelings. It's not about the dinner. It's not about the decorations. It's not it's about loving one another and, and um, just having the Lord at your table and mm-hmm. and dining with him and giving thanks and being grateful for what he's done.
1: I think the first time I really saw that lived out, this growing up in my home, um, this was a, always a really hostile day, mm-hmm. um, you know my biological dad didn't like my mom's parents. My, my mom would be preparing and, and she'd be drinking. And like it just never was something where I have good memories at all. So when my sister and I grew up and got to have our own homes, our own marriages and mm-hmm. have our own events, which my sister to this day shares that with me, um, we broke the tradition, we broke the mm-hmm. habit of that. Mm-hmm. But I feel God wants me to go deeper with it. It's like, Could you set this in motion 365 days a year? Can you look at people and have a thankful dinner in February and in March and in April and in May and notice people right now? I mean, we just came out of- I was just going to say, we came out of talking
0: about funerals. Right. Funerals, we just- Everybody joins in at funerals. That's when you see people. People drop for a funeral. And I've kind of always
1: bucked funerals, right? Mm -hmm. Until- Greg, our producer right here, just kind of gave mm-hmm. me a little 411, educated mm-hmm. me, because I kind of feel like, why is everybody willing to just stop what they're doing, their jobs, where they live? I mean, they'll try fly across country for a funeral, mm-hmm. but dude, you didn't show up when the person was here. I want to do something called fake funerals, you know, where then people will show up. But then Greg says to me, he goes, when my mom died, I realized that the funeral isn't necessarily about the person who passed it's about the people that are left left. and to show that support and love during that time of Mm -hmm. year and yet this time of year puts an undue pressure on people to perform Mm -hmm. to um to sometimes even i hate this word but be fake yeah Instead of being, you know, faithful that I'm going to love you th- wherever you are, I'm going to meet you wherever mm-hmm. you
0: are. But I feel I would, like you're not even doing it right. You know, I know it's like buying gifts at Christmas time. Right. it's not and, your birthday. And, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, there's it's another, Jesus's there's birthday. There's another splash. Yeah, there's another. So <laughs> but it's true. You know, I mean, we yeah. do get um, uh, getting. You, we feel guilty when we. Feel like we're not doing it right and yet what is i don't know
1: there's just some really great scripture i want to share um first 1 chronicles sixteen thirty four. give thanks to the mm. lord for, for he, he is, is good. good his love endures, endures forever. forever not just in november
0: that's right
1: that's <laughs> or first thessalonians five eighteen, which i said earlier give thanks in all circumstances for this is god's will for you in christ jesus Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and to be thankful. And that's sort of my posture this year. Mm -hmm. I just want peace. Yeah. And that kind of peace... Only comes when Christ is ruling in me and I'm not ruling in myself, right? Are the Mm -hmm. decorations good? Mm -hmm. Are the food good? Who are we putting next to who? And is this person coming? But I saw this lived out in a really beautiful way way back in my late 20s. I might have been early 30s, but I think it was more my late 20s. When we were on the set of Full House, you'll remember this. I want you to share the story. I'm dropping a bomb on her, you guys. She hates when I do this. (laughs) Um, These aren't in the notes. I don't remember. You'll remember. (laughs) We're at Full House, and there is a drama teacher in the audience. And you end up finding out this drama teacher um, brings this young girl whose dad just killed the mom Mm. a week earlier and then kills himself. Mm -hmm. And Barbara's like, I want to meet this little girl. She brings a little girl into Candace's dressing room at Full House. She then ends up inviting the girl up to their home in Big Bear for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which was just coming up the fall because she realized this girl doesn't mm-hmm. even have family. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's no one around. And I'm watching Barbara. I mean, you so lived out scripture. You sometimes get, don't give yourself credit. At all. Like, oh, I don't know all those verses. No, yeah, you do. You live it in your life. Who cares if you're a scribe in the Pharisee and you can spout out all these verses? Mm-hmm. You live, Barbara, as a redeemed woman and redeemed women they know they're summoned by god they're desperate they're desperate to do whatever god wants them to do and they act mm-hmm. they act on that desperation mm-hmm. and i will never forget that moment because i went home to bryce and i go she's gonna bring her to thanksgiving and then the girl had a winter formal do you remember that yes. I think I do. Oh, my gosh. And you ended up asking, hey, does anyone have a prom dress or this or that? She ends up getting this girl gets a whole new wardrobe. She gets a prom dress. Barbara gets the girl's hair done. I mean, all Mm. at Thanksgiving time. And it didn't look like a traditional Norman Rockwell Mm -mm. painting. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. And you splash this girl. I'm sure she tells this story wherever she is
0: to this day. Yeah, it's funny you, um, I do remember that That story. pressed hard I, on me. Uh, that was uh, that was really... That was a cannonball. That wasn't just a that, splash. Yeah, that was a tough one. And the compassion and the, oh my goodness. I mean, I just, I came from a mom's point of view. Like how could, I mean, looking at this child that doesn't have a mother, that's, that didn't have a dad anymore. Um, I'm like, what could I do? And it, it's mm. just my heart overflowed with, compassion of what can i do to um make a difference in her life even if it were for one day or a weekend or whatever right and uh yeah that was um that was an interesting time. i
1: think it's neat that we don't do this i think a lot of people listening to um, sometimes don't lean into something like this mm-hmm. because we're like, You're oh afraid. my gosh, or, then oh, what? Now yeah. do I got to take her yes, on for the rest of my life? Correct. Am I supposed to adopt her? That's I mean, right. what's going to happen? So we go, I will do nothing. Right. Instead of trusting God that, why don't you just do one right thing here? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Let me just love on this girl this holiday. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the rest of her family will come around or other people like I was inspired with the whole then let's get her a winter formal dress. I mean, it just kept going until God closed the door, right? Um, But I believe that someone's listening right now that is going to cross paths with someone today or this week, or you already have. Mm -hmm. And you're the answer to their thankfulness. Mm -hmm. God's going to be a vessel through your life and he needs you to lean in. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're going to put on a thankful dinner. Maybe you're going to hear a tragic story and want to run from it. Instead, invite them, Mm
0: -hmm. invite
1: them to, because you're going to give thanks in all circumstances. And that's why this verse I think of you in this story, because that isn't a thankful story. Her dad killed his, her mom and then mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. But we gave thanks in all circumstances, because God goes, I'm going to bring people around this young girl right now to minister to her, to love her. Who knows how long she's going to live? I don't know. But... I don't think we need to take on the whole enchilada. And sometimes we, right. we get so fearful that if I can't do everything, I won't do one thing.
0: And isn't that the enemy playing with our mind? Totally. To keep us from doing what Prevent, God would yes. want us to do. Yeah. We all have a heart and, I, I believe, and compassion. compassion. Yeah, I do too. And we are frightened We and fear paralyzes us. That's right. And when we, uh, when then we let the enemy rule our thoughts... Um, it keeps us from doing the things that God wants us to do. So when you have that thought or that desire, oh, I would like to do that or... Do that. Then do it. Do it. Barbara and I give you permission. but I can't because I don't have enough money or I... Do it. You have something that you could do. That's right. To bless and splash on the onto them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I just recently got
1: back from you know the E Women event in Virginia and then in um, Concord, North Carolina, and we were studying about the three marks of a redeemed woman, Mm. and I was really moved because I think sometimes, well, basically this one section was in Luke and it was about simon the pharisee right Mm -hmm. and the prostitute the lady of the night the Mm -hmm. bible talks Mm -hmm. about she was a prostitute so i'm like okay what was crazy about this dialogue was simon the pharisee the religious leaders of the day the people that were held in high regard around the city Mm -hmm. everyone looked up to them for spiritual enlightenment and all this stuff throws a party, and he decides to invite Jesus so that he looked good to all of his other buddies that were Pharisees. And also the Bible says to see if he was really who he claimed to be, Mm. right? I'm going to see if he's really this prophet that he claims Mm -hmm. to be. Well, the story goes on that Jesus shows up and this woman of the night, this prostitute comes flying through the door and she just falls at Jesus' feet, she starts weeping mm. so much that she's w- actually washing yes. his feet with her tears, yeah. which we've read this, mm-hmm. takes her hair, which my hair you know, <laughs> is kind of precious, um, and wipes his feet with her hair. She's kissing his feet and then she pours out her perfume, the most, mm-hmm. an alabaster jar of perfume, which is the most precious thing she owns because with what she does for a living, mm-hmm that keeps her smelling kind of decent cuz it's not like they have mm-hmm. soak tubs there or you know rainfall mm-hmm. showers mm-hmm. In, back in those days. What I found so fascinating was instantly Jesus being able to, you know, read Simon's mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Simon goes, "See? Mm. He's not a prophet cuz if he was, he'd know who's touching him, right? And you know where my, my mind goes, right, buddy? I'm like, "Simon, How'd she know where you lived? Bear, chicka, bear, bear. A little, a little real housewives of Jerusalem going on. Like, how'd she know where your house was? Been here before? Um, (laughs) um, But what was crazy was Jesus got up and he said, Simon, I want to ask you a question and tell you a story. He goes, there was a money lender who loaned money to two people. One was 50 and one was, you know, 500 denarii. And none of them, either of them could pay him back. So he forgave both debts. Which one loves him more? And Simon goes, I guess the one with the bigger debt. He goes, you're right. And he looks down at the prostitute who's still just sobbing. She's so desperate. She just doesn't care who. She doesn't Mm -hmm. care when. She doesn't care why. She doesn't care how much. Have you ever had something in your life happen like that? Or you just find out I have cancer. My husband's leaving me. We lost our house. Mm -hmm. I lost my job. I just buried my kid. You don't care who sees you, who, what, where, what they think, because you're just desperate. You'll just cry out. To Jesus, help me. Like, you don't care. That's this woman. Mm -hmm. And he goes, those who are forgiven much, love much. Those who forgiven little, Simon, love little. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think during this holiday time, as the birth of Jesus is coming up, as we're called to celebrate Thanksgiving and be reminded that we're to give thanks in all circumstances. We've been forgiven much here. If we need to be a little inconvenient, Mm -hmm. inconvenienced Mm -hmm. at the holidays, or it doesn't go the way the Hallmark card said it should, Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be reading Hallmark cards anyway. God's like, get in my word, meditate on my word, pray over your guests, pray over your heart, Mm -hmm. because this day isn't about you. Mm -hmm. And It's going to be a game changer for me. I I have some things I want to share when I come out the other side. I'm not ready to share them yet, but I have some big changes that are happening this Thanksgiving. And this has really been powerful for me to recognize that, Shaleen, you have a stinking heart about this. You have an expectation that doesn't match up to scripture. So change it, like change it. You have time to change it. And that happens when we get in his word and when we pray. Because, you know, in the book of Luke, there were three other people that were so desperate. I mean, Jesus loves when we're desperate because it's humility, right? Right. I mean, we either can all humble ourselves right now, whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing, or we can just get humiliated. But he's going to drop you one time or another. You either could just drop yourself now, (laughs) trust me, do it, or he'll trip you in front of who knows where and everyone will see about it. But I think it's very fascinating that these three stories that are also in the book of Luke is the woman who gets on the ground and she's crawling through like the staple center of people, right? Yeah. Just to to touch the, right the hem of his robe. And he's like, who touched me? You're healed. Or the good friends that go up, they hear Jesus is there healing people and they get to the door and it's like you know a Laker game. You can't get in. And so they cut a hole in the ceiling. (laughs) That's the kind of friend I'd be to you, Barbara. (laughs) Cut a hole in the ceiling and drop homie down the the, the ceiling in front of Jesus and he heals him, right? Mm -hmm. Or the thief. How desperate Mm -hmm. is this? on the cross who's lived the most sinful life. Like people are so happy he's nailed to the cross watching. And Jesus says, today you'll be in paradise. It's desperate, desperate, desperate. Mm. And when we look at our lives through the lens of Jesus, just being desperate of how mad, how much we need the blood because we all just suck and need a savior. Those are the people attending our Thanksgiving. Those are the people that we're seeing when we interact throughout our day. We all just suck and eat a savior. We blow it. We fall short of the glory of God. So then no one needs to boast about it. It's not about the biggest party, the biggest turkey. So this Thanksgiving, I just, I kind of wanted to talk about this because I don't want to see people struggle this year. Yeah. I want people to turn their thanksgiving over to their savior. And I'm speaking to myself when I say this and let him
0: mm-hmm.
1: join you. Like you said, Barbara at the table, at the table. what would that look yeah. like? Yep. What kind of Thanksgiving would you have this year? If Jesus was your guest of honor, <sighs> I know I'll leave it right there. I'm just going to leave it right there. So listen, thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining us in the Splash Zone. We want to wish you and your family a wonderful Thanksgiving, a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we pray that you will find gratitude and gratefulness that's only at the feet of the cross. You're going to be great. And you're going to splash love and laughter and encouragement because you just rehydrated your soul and some truth. We love you. We'd Mm -hmm. love to hear from you. Please let us know um, what platform you're listening to. Drop us a line. Um, And who knows, maybe one of you will be in the Splash Zone in 2020. We're actually going (laughs) to bring some of our listeners into the Splash Zone. We've got some amazing feedback from some people and heard some awesome stories. So we're excited to have you. But thank you for listening. Thank you. Happy um, Thanksgiving. Splash a little thankfulness this year. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Come splash with us at shaleenbryan.com.